0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: once before, Marianne DeMarco. Uh, she is a psychic medium and an author of the book Believe, Ask, Act. Marianne offers guidance, comfort, and clarity to clients around the world through her readings, workshops, retreats, and events. She also offers private spiritual counseling in areas related to business, grief, family, love, relationships, life changes, you name it. She performs healings to remove blockages and teaches meditation techniques as well. Beyond her office, she loves speaking to large audiences about listening to their instincts and understanding their own gifts. She feels we all have guided intuition and are meant to use it in our daily lives. Uh, you can find Mary Ann at www.maryannthemedium.com. Also on Instagram and Facebook. And we're going to welcome her now. And I just want to let people know that the call-in number to call in for guests is 914-338-0499. Marianne will be answering questions as we go along, so feel free to call in. Here she is.
2: Hi, Pat. Hey,
1: Marianne.
3: Hi, there. How are
2: you? I am good. I miss you. Terrible. I miss you, too. I know. I know. Our schedules have been uh, opposite, so I'm glad we're here together tonight.
1: Yes. Now, we we really need to chat a while and honestly (laughs) get together, but this will work for now. And sure. uh, you you live what an hour away from me? About an hour, <laughs> and, yes. Yeah, and we just can't seem to squeeze it out. But <laughs> sooner rather than later. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what's been going on with the book. What what you can uh, uh, tell everybody about the book, and and what uh, your thoughts are, your methods, your plans um regarding teaching people to develop these skills
2: well i wrote the book uh, just for that reason what i started to find in all of my readings and sitting with person after person is that people were really trying to make that connection all on their own they wanted to understand how they themselves can connect to what i call their universal team so your spirit guides your loved ones on that other side, all of which are trying to help you navigate through your life. And it became this repetitive theme. So I wrote this book so that people can have techniques and different ways that they can learn how to connect, to navigate through roadblocks in their lives, and use that team that so much, uh, so badly on the other side wants us to succeed and connect with them in life and use them. And uh, by awakening people, that's what I feel like I do when I'm teaching. I feel like I'm I'm starting to wake people up to the natural intuition that's been given to them. We all have a gift. It's our intuition. It's given to us by with divine guidance, and it's a tool that we should all be using. So I'm hoping that through the book and through uh, reaching more and more people, that I can help them make that connection.
0: Okay,
1: this is fabulous. Now,
2: <clears throat> you know, I, I, we've known each other
1: for quite a few years already. It uh, doesn't mm-hmm. seem possible that that much time has passed. <laughs> and, um, you know, you, you, you came to my class, but first you came to see me uh, as a client. And I want you to retell that story because I know there are people tuning in tonight that have not heard that. So let's hear what happened and when everything clicked in for you.
2: You're referring to the day my life changed that day? (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Because that is the day. That is the day. Uh, I I was going through a very difficult time in my life. I was uh, depressed. I had just lost. Um, a father figured to be that I was very close with, quite tragically, and I wound up, or spirit placed me it, right in your hands, and I went to you uh, for healing, and it was the most extraordinary experience. I really just told you what was going on with me, and you did this great healing on me. During the healing, um, I saw um, this person that I lost walk right into the room, my father-in-law at the time, and um, he told me, are you ready? And he was referring to myself being a medium, which is something that I've always known. And by receiving a healing and starting to understand how it all works, I will tell you all that Pat said to me, you know, spirit comes in your own voice. You know that, right? And I thought, oh, gosh, no, I didn't know that. I thought it was like a spooky kind of outside voice. I didn't realize that it was this inner voice that was speaking to me. And it made perfect Mm -hmm. sense. That's when I started coming to your classes, and I recommend that for anyone who's on a spiritual uh, path in their life who wants to make a connection because you, it really is a practice. And so by doing the work and going to the classes and understanding how to utilize this gift, I started reading pretty quickly, uh, pretty early on in class, but it's something that I've been doing my whole life. I just didn't realize how to do it until I came to you.
1: And and
2: now you have a four-year waiting list. I do. I'm blessed to say that I have a four-year waiting list. It's a, it's a, f- a beautiful problem to have, but I, I, I'm frustrated only because I try and I'm trying to get to everybody as quick as I can.
1: Yeah, it's it's very hard, and yeah. you know, I deal with the same thing here with healing, and uh, you know, everybody wants to get in, and you want to give as much as you can. Um, I try to do it through workshops and, um, you know, the radio show, webinars, right. anything that I can do to try to get people to hear what they need to hear and learn. And you do it also uh, mm-hmm. through gallery readings and, and uh, workshops. We did one a while ago together, and yes. uh, that, that was out in Greenport. And it, it seems like, I guess it was a year and a half ago. or Actually, we're going eight. on two years?
2: That I think so. Yeah, I think okay. it's been about two years since we did that. And it really uh, having all of this feedback with, with a long wait list, and it's just a heads up for anybody who's doing this work as a light worker, as a spiritualist, people want to know. Um, they're eager to make that connection, and more and more people are uh, seeking the answers, so to speak. And so I find it really refreshing and encouraging and um, hopeful that so many people will turn their own light on and, and learn how to utilize their gifts.
1: Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, listen,
2: we're we're both on the same path with that,
1: and um, trying to help people to open up to their innate gifts, the ones that they came here with, and yes. understand more. Now, you you talk about a team, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would that What would that team be comprised of?
2: Well, I. Uh, I'm a spiritual intuitive, as you well know. And so mm-hmm. when I, I started seeing people's spirit guides next to them, uh, as I sat in class, I was realizing that not only was I seeing loved ones that have passed, which is part of our team as well, but we all do come uh, into this world with you know, a team. And they vary. They change. Um, I see them in a worldly form most of the time, which Native Americans, uh, Buddhists, you know, Grecians, Egyptians, uh, and they all have a symbolic meaning for me. When I look past the worldly symbol, I see them in pure light. Um, but usually they're, they're in your life for a reason and a purpose for what you need at that time. Um, I see uh, beautiful angels around people. Uh, sometimes if, if people are very religious, um, I see religious figures around them. And it all should make sense to the person that's sitting in front of me, why I'm seeing who I'm seeing and how they can use that person, that symbol, that team uh, to help them navigate through whatever it is they're looking to do in their life, manifesting, job change, love and relationships, uh, being in a twister in life, finding that you're on a revolving door and you're not quite moving forward. All of these things we can work through by using their guidance.
1: Now, what about the uh, members of their families, the the people on the other side that they've lost? Uh, do they play a part? They do. In I find
2: yes, and I find that with loved ones, it's a lot of cues and symbols. They kind of leave more stepping stones um, and guided messages, a little bit different than a than a. a Spirit guide for me but all part of the team just the same and so I always tell people if you um, had a loved one on the other side that you used to like to talk about relationships with or they were your shoulder that you can cry on still use them uh, because you can feel their presence and still be able to do that and it's so comforting once you believe in the process and you start to ask the right questions and then of course act on spirits guidance hence the title of the book. That's why I named it that, because we all forget that action part. You know, they'll put those stepping stones in front of us, and it's our job to kind of hop on and and get walking forward and listen. And if you start to really uh, get good at it, it's just become second nature. It's within all of us to be able to do that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, absolutely. I have noticed, um, I'm going to say maybe over the last year, that many – mediums are being instructed to put their hands on some of their clients periodically. Mm -hmm. And at the same time I'm noticing that many healers Mm -hmm. are receiving messages uh, from people's loved ones while they're in the process of healing. Uh, Has that happened to you?
2: Yes, it has. Um, I've done healings in the more traditional sense, you know, where somebody's sitting across from me, and then all of a sudden I'll say to them, you know what, I'm just going to put my hands on you for a minute. But it's gotten a little different, and I'll give you an example. I did a, a large gallery reading not too long ago, and I will often find that as I'm walking through the crowd, I will stop and just place my hand on someone's shoulder. And I just did that recently a few times, and it's been becoming repetitive. And I said to the woman, "Don't worry, I'm just putting healing light into you. I just I need to touch you for some reason." And uh, afterwards, she came and she said, "Am I okay?" And I said, "Yes, you're totally <laughs> fine. Spirit just wanted you to know that they are there for you." And then I explained uh, the reasons why, I gave her a quick message, and it made sense to her. Uh, and then you know, and that keeps happening repeatedly. When I am looking at someone giving a healing, I often will see. Uh, the person that they're healing, loved ones standing there, uh, guiding them. And I feel that way about a lot of practitioners and healers. I just feel that the person that they're healing, um, their loved ones are right there, guiding the healer. And I love that. I think it's fascinating to watch, and I love that healers are starting to get confirmation of that because I've seen it often. I've seen it with you. Yes. It, many times. It's yes, many times. More and more. What, tell mm-hmm. me what you've seen with me. Remind me. I, well, um, I always see your guide standing behind you, so a large light worker who stands behind you. And usually with you, I watch uh, as they place your, the hand on your back and guide you through the crowd. That's when, when I would see you heal within a small group. When I've watched you in a larger group, I can see the spirits of who you're going to pop up. And um and then I see you kind of get drawn to them. So mother figure, father figure, grandparent, whoever it may be that's standing next to them. What I have seen often too, um and I've seen this with you, is that loved one will come over and sort of guide your hands along in what you need to do and of course give you the words and then you're channeling. So uh just like I do, you're you're channeling like a medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, to pass on healing messages or to go where the your energy needs to go in order uh within the body to place that healing energy mm-hmm. where it needs to be. i i find i think it's amazing
1: yeah actually you know it it uh it always humbles me and mm-hmm. amazes me when um again when a healing is going on and taking place i i tell people all the time it's not me it never was me uh i know a higher power was always running the show uh i just didn't know who and i had my thoughts of course uh you know my boss in in my world would be god that's how i was raised in in, in catholicism but uh i do understand now that uh we are all connected and that we're all one right. and uh and then others had seen, you know, told me things about archangels uh, standing behind me and surrounding me. And uh, my teacher years ago told me there was a group of people around me in white robes. I'm going to say light workers or light beings yes. Yes. Uh, in, in white robes. And she didn't, uh, she wasn't specific. But again, I always trusted that that's what was going on. And so, you know, my words. I don't call myself a medium. I never have uh, because I don't receive information the same way that you do, or at least I haven't as of yet. But I do know that when I sit with people, uh, I'm always using my intuition to guide them in what they need to do to heal themselves. So, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you know, I guess it's different ways to say it or explain it, but it all comes down to the same thing. We're both in the same business.
2: That's right. uh, We both have the same boss. You know, we're tapping mm -hmm. into energy is what we're doing. And we're, and I always tell people, remember, when you have to tune into a radio station, and we're kind of tuning into people's frequency different frequency and the more i read and the more that i've been doing this year after year i can feel the vibration change and how i have to adjust to whoever i'm reading or to the energy on the other side that's trying to come through and you as a healer i'm sure are doing the same thing as you well know your guides will change uh they will adjust to whoever it is that you're giving healing they'll adjust for your own energy (laughs) And so, sure, you'll see a shaman behind you, you'll see a light worker behind you or an angel another day. Um, I think it just depends on who you're with and and your own vibration and what you're giving off. So Mm -hmm. it's amazing to me how the system kind of works, you know, what is behind that veil. And uh, for me, it's just continued validation when you speak to other mediums and you speak to people who have had spiritual experiences. And it all has this great consistent theme. It's just encouraging and wonderful to hear. And, yes, very humbling.
1: Oh, yeah. Hum- mm-hmm. Humbling is the right word. I, uh, I'd i also like to throw out there that my husband, uh, who passed five years ago, actually. It was just five years in August. He seems to be hanging around when I'm doing healings. And um, he's also tapping in and tuning in to a lot of the mediums I'm training. Uh, he's helping them which i find most unusual uh, you knew my husband well did you did you ever get him Yes, didn't? yes did I you?
2: did i did i you know did many, didn't and, him and really he's come time. to me many many times um and i get such a kick out of it when he has come to me in the past um i've done some automatic writings from him and i have to tell you he whoever's listening tonight he writes lovely love letters too <laughs> To Pat, from the other (laughs) side. He 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 writes nice love letters and wonderful advice and guidance for the family, and I always enjoy tapping into his energy. I am not surprised that he does that at all. Um, I love that he's still involved in your work in some capacity, and that I like that Mm -hmm. it's a validation for you as well, that he's bringing you people that you can trust. Because if I know his energy, he taps into people and he's saying to you, you can trust this one. And I'm going to help this
3: one, mm-hmm.
2: and you could trust this one. and, yeah. and so, um, and that's what I've always found with his energy—that he's kind of, um, you know, he's doing a little investigative work. He, he wants to see mm-hmm. who's around his life. I, I find it so comforting. comical. It's do, he He's comical. He yeah, not, it's funny.
1: He would not. He would not set foot in my classroom uh, when he was alive, and <laughs> <clears throat> now people that can see you know they'll happen to show up and in, in here with me for a healing session or a teaching session and it might be a 14 year old girl and all of a sudden she's describing my husband and what he's wearing yep. and you know and then some I remember a woman who who didn't even do this she brought her daughter to see me and at the front door she said to me uh really quietly she whispered she said did you just lose someone? And I said, yes. And she said, was it a man? And I said, yes. And she said, was it your husband? And I said, yes. And she said, well, he was standing right next to you when you were healing my daughter. She was floored. And so, again, I I want other people to be aware of that. I want people to know that, listen, that their loved ones are always around when they can be. Okay? I say when they can be because... I do yes. believe that they have th- things to do and uh, work to do. But on that side, it's very, very different. Being able to maneuver
2: and be in five places at once is is possible. Uh, Absolutely. Unlike
1: what we go through, you know. Right. So,
2: well, time time is relevant. It, I mean, there's just a whole different thing that goes on over there. And I our loved ones are, they're just right in the next room is what I tell people. And you can call on them. And, yes, you're right. Sometimes... Yeah. There'll be a delay because they are doing work and doing other things on that other side. Uh, It's part of the mystery of it all. But if you're dreaming about your loved ones, if you feel their presence next to you, if they're giving you the signs, don't question any of that um, because that really is them making that visit. It's one of the most comforting things uh, that I experience doing this work is that no matter how they've passed or what they've carried in life there is a connection to that other side and you yourself can make that connection uh, either through a medium or really just investigating your own in- your own spirituality and connecting yourself it's comforting to me i'm certainly not afraid to die however i get there who knows but <laughs> and when you know i don't really want to question yeah. those things but when i get there at
0: least some of my answers will will uh
2: will come to me because uh, i i find it all just part of a process for our soul and it really is just a blip death you know it's just a moment and then of course we continue on and i see that every single day through my work
1: Well, because you said something, it sparked Mm -hmm. something for me to ask you. I don't know how you feel about talking about it, but I'm going to mention it. Um, (laughs) You said you're not afraid to die. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am not. I, I was wondering if you could recount one night when you saw the Grim Reaper.
2: Oh, I did. I did. I saw... Something very frightening. You're, you're talking about when I was a little girl. Um, no. Oh, you're, you're talking about when I that had that too. dream and I called you.
1: I'm talking. I'm talking about standing in your room and and your husband and all of that stuff.
2: Oh. Oh my gosh, you remember everything. Let me tell you. Well, I've seen. Well, let me just say this. I have seen. Um, I have seen lower energy several times in my life, and they mm-hmm. usually stick out like mm-hmm. a sore thumb. So when I was a little girl, uh, and I used to see spirit all the time, usually it was a very pleasant experience, and I thought everybody could do it, so I didn't think it was unusual. Uh, but one night, this this a darker energy uh, walked across the front window of my home, and I saw it, and I, of course, you know screamed because it scared the bejesus out of me. But uh, I later mm-hmm. understood that these, these were all learning experiences, and so um, – you know, it had to be seen so that I can understand how to keep it positive and raise your vibration in this work today. But, yes, I have seen um, what I felt like was a sign of a death in a way. And mm-hmm. I remember kind of feeling like um, that's not going to happen today, so you can leave. And um, it hovered, right? It came into the room and sort of hovered on his side of the bed, correct? Yes.
3: Yeah. Right? Yes. Because you know
2: they erase things from me. But um I believe this is when his mother was passing. Okay. And we didn't quite sounds know. About right. Yeah, and we didn't quite know uh when she was going to pass. However, um I wasn't at all afraid and um I really I have to say I enjoyed the experience, if that makes any sense. Um, because well, it was that feeling was relatable. Do you, you remember?
1: You know I mean? Okay, I obviously remember this really well. Um, do you recall when that you asking, Why are you here?
3: Mm-hmm. and then
1: being shown a completely different side of that yes.
2: figure? And that's okay, what I mean what when I, I said they made it. Re- they made mm-hmm. it relatable. What I was shown was um, compassion. What I was shown was um, a, a rhyme behind the reason behind you know everything that goes on. There's a rhyme and a reason for all of this. What I was shown was, of course, life goes on, and that I'm. It really like um, I remember feeling that you get ushered into that next life, and that it really is a little bit more celebratory than it is solemn. You know when you pass, mm-hmm. um, yep. and. I remember waking the next morning and remembering what had happened because a lot of that stuff t- kind of happens when I'm in that bit of a twilight. Right. Um, but I remember right. him thinking, I'm, I remember saying thank you because I found the experience so incredible that it wasn't this kind of dark angel, grim reaper kind of stuff. It was really kind of like this lighter angel being saying, I'm a gift, and I am taking you to the next life. I'm taking you. Your soul is going to transcend, and you're going to find it amazing. And I was shown mm-hmm. uh, all of that, and I think that if you explore that within your own mind, take the fear out of death. Like I said, I think we all have fear of how we're going to do it or you know how it's going to happen or when, right. but if you can take the fear out of exactly what goes on on that other side and just that experience alone, I was so grateful for it. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, Yeah, you know, just another beautiful validation of beauty and love on that other side and what we're going to and how we we get ushered through.
1: Yes, I do tell my students the story every once in a while, Mm -hmm. because I want them to understand how it was shown to you and how something fearful could actually be something beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's not it's not what it seems or what we think it's all about here on this planet
2: not Um, there's a bigger story and i should say i asked for the information i want people to be clear you know i am i'm pretty inquisitive and um pat i always tease pat you know i don't read a ton of psychic books because i do like to kind of come up with my own i like to sort of channel and see and then get mm -hmm. validation later on so when i'm doing automatic writings or i'm meditating i do ask you know what goes on on that other side what Why do we fear death or should we fear death and all of these types of things? And so when I have experiences like that and they come to me, um, I don't throw at fear. I really want to know what's going on and how I can teach other people that. So that was a great
0: experience. Mm -hmm.
1: I
2: loved it. Yep. Yeah, in, inquiring
1: minds want to know. We want to know. <laughs> we want to know. I said I should have been a detective, uh, or I probably was in another life, because I have to have the answer, the puzzles all the time. And um, because this two things that you mentioned now um, while you were talking. I, I talk a little bit about automatic writing. And oh. uh, how that comes to you. I know certainly that my husband channels through you and mm-hmm. and sends me poems, but <clears throat> you've been getting automatic writing for quite some time. And just explain a little bit what it feels like and uh, when you do it.
2: So I never had anxiety. I know that we've talked about a lot of people who are mediums or psychics or people who feel energy around them dealing with anxiety. And I want to tell your listeners, I never I never had that. I grew up with a mom who um, was very open about spirituality. And so when I would say to her, I, I see dead people, she was like, well, of course you do. You know, so it wasn't unusual. And so I never had, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, of course. And so I didn't have any issue with that until... I started reading and I remember walking into class one day and I said, why do I have anxiety all of a sudden? What are these butterflies around me? And it was because I was being inundated with spirit before I would get into class uh, for people who were in the room. So they all wanted readings. And so I started to understand this feeling. One night, um, I'm sitting alone. There's no one in the house, just the dog and I. And I started to feel as if I was supposed to be reading somebody. And I kind of looked around and, you know, I wasn't going (laughs) to read the dog. So I decided, all right, I'll just listen. And I said, "Um, who are you? You know, why do I feel like I'm supposed to be reading somebody? And I heard, uh, pick up a, get a pen and a paper, a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. So I listened because this is my life. And I got up and I got my pen and my paper. And all of a sudden, words just flowed out. Um, And they weren't mine. And I started to uh, feverishly write. And I remember thinking, this must be automatic writing. And it really talked a lot about just sort of my spiritual journey at the time, confirmation about life. I did not question whether it was my voice or not. A lot of people who start to automatic write, the first thing they say to me is, Marianne, but isn't this just me? And then I make them read back the words, which are usually Mm – kind of poetic or very, very woo-y yep. and spiritual. And I say to them, do you speak like that? Because I don't <laughs> speak like that. So if you speak like that, maybe it is. And then when they read it, they say, no, mm-hmm. actually, I really don't. And, uh, so, and then the handwriting changes and uh, all these messages come through. Sometimes they rhyme, which annoyed me at first. And then uh, I said, mm-hmm. I really don't want it to rhyme out loud. And they said, we will rhyme right on time. We will make it rhyme.
3: They're in control (laughs) as to what
2: comes through. And um, you can really have a lot of fun with automatic writing. Of course, always protect yourself, ground yourself, um, put yourself in in good light, and ask for positive energy to come through. And what you write should be positive. If you get anything that sounds uh, negative, you should stop immediately and um, burn that and start over immediately. You don't want any of that. But what you can do is start to post questions um, at the top of the page and um, ask for spirit guidance that way. You can uh, put a person, a loved one, at the top of the page maybe that you've lost and ask for, uh, that person to come through through automatic writing and hear comforting words. I find it fascinating. It's incredibly cathartic as well um, and a beautiful confirmation. I have automatic writings that I wrote about two or three years ago that keep popping up for me now that are starting to make sense mm-hmm. for me now uh, that are going yep. on in my life, So, um, which it I find be, amazing. So can, save them. It can be many years later
1: before it Mm -hmm. actually makes sense. And, uh, you know, I've been collecting automatic writings from my students for years and years, and I, of course, give them the same information. Uh, Put down the pen. If it feels uncomfortable, if anybody tells you what to do, that's not how it works. It does usually say, dear one, my child, you know. uh, It's all very beautiful, Uh, And oftentimes, oftentimes in another handwriting, but not always. Sometimes it's in your own handwriting. And, of course, the rhyme stuff can make you crazy. But uh, (laughs) I found that um, with one automatic writer uh, that goes back, it's going back 20 years, um, she would only write in rhyme when it was for her because it was, I guess, so that she would believe it. You can't write eight pages of complete rhyme in only a few minutes. It's not mm-hmm. possible. So that's how they did it for her when it was personal. When mm-hmm. it was for other people, you know, she she wrote in again. She wrote in different handwritings and uh, right. You know, she, she didn't. And I have the opposite.
0: From, that's funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah, you know, I usually so have the opposite.
1: I've seen yours. I've seen sometimes you do all kinds of scribbles. Sometimes you do symbols, and you know you're yeah. all over the page uh, when you were in my class. Anyway, yes.
2: uh, I'm and sure still it's still it they, they make me write in circles. The words come in circles, patterns, uh, slanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the craziest stuff. You have to have fun with it too. Um, you know, have a little yeah. fun with it. Let yourself go. Open up. And I think that you'll be amazed at what comes through and how validating it could be after you're done. You sort of look at it. Mm-hmm. And don't correct their English. Yeah, don't correct <laughs> don't their English. Say, don't, don't correct don't like that. They don't like that. <laughs> don't do that. I know, because sometimes <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> say, well, that's not really proper. But okay, you know, <laughs> I just yeah, let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah you, you have to let it you go. You don't argue. We don't argue
1: with spirit from the other side when they're writing. Um, right. Listen, I'm, I'm getting some. I'm getting some callers here, and okay. uh, you know, a couple have been cold, holding for quite some time. Oh, so well, I'm going to pop a call. few questions in, but I still have a lot I want to talk about. So let's okay. see. I am going to pick up nine five one five three two. Hello there. Hi Pat. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Um,
0: Carla from California. Oh, hi, Carla. You are <laughs> so cool.
1: I love you, Carla. Um, I love you, too. Okay, do,
0: you, <laughs> do you have a question for Marianne or me? I, I do for Marianne. You know what? I'm so glad I, I listened today. Um, that answered a, a lot of my stuff when she was just talking about. the. I'm glad you brought that up, the scene, lower-level stuff. Uh-huh. Because that's probably my biggest thing that's holding me back from opening up completely. I am because when I was younger, I was taunted and tormented by a lower level. I didn't know, but for two months, I didn't sleep in my bedroom because it would crap out of me. Uh-huh. Uh, and not until my grandfather passed away that I I prayed to him and I said, please help that that thing not bother me anymore. And my mom let me sleep in the in the couch for two months because she knew I was really scared. And I would tell her it bothers me every night. It calls my name. It messes with my TV. It's a dark shadow. It doesn't feel good. And so when my well, grandfather passed, he took care of it. Well, but Carla is very I now <laughs> She is. She is. Thank you. So, but Carla, so I, you... go ahead. Yeah. It's just that I um. I, I've been taking courses and right when it gets to the point where they say, okay, this is where you're going to meet or this is where you're going to break through, I stop myself and I go, am I ready? What if I see that thing again, you know?
2: <laughs> well, the first thing I want to say to you is I, I totally understand um, because I okay. saw those things um, when I was younger and I, I turned it off. You know, I definitely mm-hmm. switched off uh, for a long time because of it. Here's what I want to say to you, though. You are incredibly gifted, and uh, first of all, you're a beautiful healer, and so you're going Mm. to have to let that energy come through. Um, I do like you doing Reiki and all that type of stuff, but you are a spiritual healer, and so Mm. just allow that energy to come through. That's first and foremost. The classes feel great. I love who's surrounding you. It all feels really good, and the grandfather figure Mm. is super strong, by the way. He's lovely, but (laughs) the more you feed it fear, the more it's going to manifest for yourself, right? So you want to make sure that you start to dispel that fear. Always ground yourself. Mm -hmm. Always protect yourself. I find an off father works for me. Pat's taught me that. I say the Mm off father, and then fear just kind of goes away. But here's the most empowering thing I'm going to tell you. You are in control. You are going to only see what you want to see, and you're going to work that out with your guides in a contract. Okay. And it's one of the most amazing things. I don't want to see, I get a lot of health stuff. I am not a doctor, and I don't want to see death and illness in people, right? So I've told my guides, you will stop there. You can show me what is in the body, and you can direct me a confirmation of what the person already knows.
0: But I don't want to Mm -hmm. see past
2: that. Don't show me death. Don't show me heavy things. And you're in control. When you start to feel that heavier energy, you're going to ask your guides to get rid of it, pass it to the side. They're truly just trying to teach you a lesson at this moment so that you can move mm. past this and just start to get to work. That's really all that it is. You are super okay, protected. Yeah. I love these kind of gold bands that you put around
0: yourself. What is that? Do you swirl the light <laughs> I, around I, you? I have a, an archangel. Uh, it's, a, it's made out of a, a platinum and it looks like a mirror. It's an archangel. like uh, and it's, It has got the sacred Hebrew code of his.
2: I, I love ha- it. I carry it around me. Swirl those, I want that. you to envision all of that good swirling protectiveness around you every time you start to open up, but you have a total shaman energy for me as well, so you, you have to kind of tap into all of that, that energy, sometimes that can feel um, a little heavy, you know, because you're dealing with it people's does. different type of energy, right, so I remember in the beginning, I was talking about frequency, and learning mm-hmm. how to adjust that, the minute that you really allow yourself to open up, you'll start to adjust and make it happen,
0: you're on your way, that's okay. beautiful. I've been trying to meet my beautiful spiritual cancel, and I know I block myself from seeing them. <laughs> Don't block yourself. Go have a good one-on-one
2: and state your business, girl. Don't let them take advantage of you. You're in control. But really, <laughs> honestly, you're very protected. They're just trying to show you how to control it and that you're protected. So just let go.
0: And the medium okay. should see that as well because I've been told I've got that too.
2: Absolutely. You're clearly a medium. Um, you're going to mm-hmm. have a balance of both. And so um, I do like that you're so connected past life-wise to the healing energy that you have as well. So use it because, you know, as as mediums, we offer healing messages. And so it's going to come into play for both of the hats that you wear.
0: Well, that makes sense. I'm a very compassionate person.
2: Yeah, it's perfect for you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You're welcome.
2: My, my fav- I love you guys- your favorite person, Carla, <laughs> Hi <laughs> um, Carla, keep,
1: keep, keep tuning in. Yes, keep tuning I in, will. Carla. I'm gonna I'm, uh, I'm gonna move off of you, and we're gonna go to somebody else. But thank you for calling. Thank you. Much love.
0: I love you guys. Bye, Bye. Carla. I love you too. Bye.
1: Okay, let's see why why is this not meeting? There we go. All right. So now we're gonna go to six three one six seven three. Hello. You are on the air. Hello. Hi, who's calling? Hi, it's Maria.
0: Hi,
1: Maria. How are you? What can we do for you? We're good. What's what's going on? Oh, I can't
0: believe I got through. Um, My cousin's
1: here,
2: and she might need to talk to you. Hi, Marianne. I've met you before. You have? Well, nice to talk to you again. She's been to my house. Hi. Hello.
0: I have my cousin here. I think she needs to talk to you. Okay. I think I got through, and she never is here,
2: and she just happens to show up. <laughs> meant on. to be, meant to be. Okay.
1: There's a
3: reason for everything. Mm hmm. Hi to Julia. Hi. Hi, Julia. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, I've heard so much about you.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. I hope In the time what waiting was, to get to you, get you like on the phone. Um,
3: no, we just want to schedule something. No, 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 no,
0: you're online. You're on the radio show. She wants to know if you see any. <laughs> Anyone is
3: coming she through. Her. Her. I, Do you have a question for me? Yeah, it is, yes. She
1: she threw you live, Julia, onto a radio
3: show. Yes, she did. She surprised me. But now that I know, I would love to know if you have anyone coming through for me.
2: Let's see what we have going on here, Julia. Julia, I want to go to your mother's side of the family. Okay. okay. And um, I have a female who stands on mom's side of the family. They're talking about the month of October as being significant. They're also talking about the A or AR sounding name as being significant. But I have to tell you, they're all stopping me because they want me to talk about love and relationship with you. Okay. Do you understand that? Yes. Are you in a relationship right now? No. Okay. So um, I need you to kind of lean on the females in your family because they want to talk about you really owning the fact that you are an extraordinary person and you need to, how can I word this? You deserve to be loved in the most respectful of ways. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. And about, well, really the past two months and even the past two years, I feel like it's just kind of been um, a whirlwind for relationships. A lot of ebb and flow, a lot of ups and downs. and. The uh, female figure, mom's side of the family. Is your grandmother passed on mom's side of the family?
3: No, she's actually, okay. yeah, no, Okay, not.
2: so there's a, then it's either an aunt or a mother figure on that side, okay, but they're outstretching your arms for me and asking you to kind of be ready to receive love because it's totally coming your way. Okay. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. Um, do you have children yet? No. Okay. So I have two younger energies below you. This okay. is all potential manifesting. This is everything they they want to show you for you to start navigating through your life. I also go to father's side of the family as well, and there's a male who stands over there. They talk about the month of August as being significant as well. They're also talking about another J or G sounding name, not you, but another J or G sounding name coming through as well. And you need to know how surrounded you are in love right now. It's like they're trying to get you to see the potential of love and relationships in your life and what you deserve, and it's called happiness. Okay. Make sense? Yes, it does. Good. Good, good, good. I need you to kind Excellent. of go for
3: it. Okay. Thank you very much. Is there anything else that you can tell me about, like, anybody, like, who is?
0: There's someone specific we were hoping for.
3: Well,
2: that's what I see for you now, and I know we have a lot of callers. (laughs) But um, that's kind of – spirit always gives you the message that they want you to hear in the shortest amount of time, and so they are definitely giving that to you now. I do have someone who stands to your side who's trying to come through. That would always be like a contemporary, so a brother, sister, friend, things like that. But they all kind of want to talk about you navigating your life right now to start.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Thank you both Hi.
1: Julia and Renee for calling in.
3: And uh yes.
1: you keep trying to get an appointment with Marianne. Don't give up. <laughs> the, the wait list oh. is a while. Okay. Yes. And keep
3: thank listening so.
1: because I'm going to I'm going to throw some things out um that she's going to be doing and maybe you'll get to go to something like that. Okay? okay. But thank you again and keep keep listening. Good night. Thanks. Okay. Now, here's a here's a weird number, but I think somebody told me this is either uh, maybe a Skype number. It's something unusual. We're gonna we're gonna try it. It's one 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 one. So let's see what we've got. Hello there. Hey, thank you for taking my call. This is Trish. Hi Trish. Trish. Hi Trish. Uh, Why did it come up with such a strange number? It's Skype. Ah, it, Oh, it is Skype. Okay. Because I've been getting them, and sometimes I ignore them because I didn't know that. And somebody recently mentioned that it could be, so I'm glad I picked you up. Uh, so, what can we do for you, Trish? <laughs>
2: what um, would
1: you like to know?
2: Uh, I would like to know what Marianne is picking up about uh, me moving into a new home. Hmm. I'm laughing me too. because I want to know about I, my new home. <laughs> Yeah, I'm laughing, Trish, because um, the previous caller, I almost said to her, oh, and by the way, you'll be moving, and um, I stopped because I felt like it wasn't for her, so I guess it's for you.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a bold move, somebody just said to me, but a very necessary one. I love Queen Slate around you, I have to say. I like anything that's starting a new page for you. Um and I'm looking at kind of like the next two to three months for you as being big decision-making. Do you understand that? I do. Okay. Um, but I have to tell you, for as, for as stressful as it could feel in this moment, when I start to see it unfold within the next two to three months, all of a sudden, I love how logical you are. You, I like how everything kind of has its little place. Everything has a little category when I go into your energy, and I love that because this kind of works in your favor, but when I start to see it really unfold in the next two to three months, I have such a sigh of relief, Trish. And the space feels clean, and I feel like I'm at peace. Does that make any sense to you?
3: It would make sense. Um, it's been a long battle, so peace would be welcome.
2: Yeah, I need, I need you to kind of just be able to breathe for a moment. And so my, my head hurts quite honestly, you know, like my brain hurts for you and, and that, it's all that thinking. And I just want to, when I see you in this sort of new space, it's like they kind of put you in sort of yogi pose and I'm, you know, I can like smell the incense, you know, and that's sort of that peaceful meditative state that you can be in, um, even if that's just figuratively, you know, it's symbolically. Um, so I would move forward. It's not going to be easy. They do show me a mountain, you know, but you have all the tools now to climb it and really manifest and have what you want. It's kind of like a moment where your dreams start to unfold, and then I just feel really good for you. Let these past five and six months go. You know, kind of let them sort of shed away from your mindset when you're thinking about moving forward, and that should help you take those steps. Okay. Okay. Are you thinking about moving out of state, can I ask? No. um, I'm thinking about moving 25 miles south. Okay. It just felt. It just felt like a departure, a far departure from where you are. Mm-hmm. My so my only other advice would be if I'm seeing that for you, um, go a little bit further out, just a, uh, just see a little bit further, do some investigating, just so you can get a comparison. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um, thank you. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just had one quick question. Thank you. you. said you- go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just wondering about the chaos. When you said chaos, I'm assuming you meant it was about the move, not about my life, other than that. Um, no, I think it's about the move, but sometimes that can cause that chaotic energy. When you're unsure, When you, well, so you're a little bit, I don't like, I am very black and white. When I have to sit in a gray area, that causes a lot of upheaval in my energy, you know, and I, I just can't quite ground myself. However, um, I do feel like there's job change, and sometimes that can feel a little overwhelming. However, it's on the positive end of things for me with you. Okay. Um, so okay. everything is sort of growing and expanding, and so it can be uh, a good positive chaos, but chaos nonetheless. Got it. Thank you. Makes sense? Both. Okay. I it does. Thank,
1: thank you, you,
0: Trish, for coming in. Bye, moment. Trish. Thank you.
1: And,
2: uh, Bye-bye.
1: Enjoy your move, because I know it's going to come. It's a good uh, one. And, uh, and, and keep listening, Okay. Okay. All right. Now, I have some things I want to talk about with Mary okay. Marianne. Uh because time is moving very quickly. Oh, it's 8:18. Mm. That well, it just oh, changed.
3: Wow. I looked up at
1: 8:18. That was my husband's uh date of uh passing. So and it always there stands he is out. Can you know, see that? Mm, there he is. Okay. Now, uh Marianne, you yes. we were talking about guides and and things like that before and angels and
3: mm-hmm. i
1: want you to talk a little bit about
2: your guides <laughs> my guides, about your guides are guides funny guides you know my guides <laughs> well so yeah. the first can i talk about the first time i saw a guide and i i was mm-hmm. i was um meditating kind of uh, i usually do that when i first wake up in the morning if i can get my brain to not start thinking about my day, I take a minute and I saw uh, what looked like kind of like an Egyptian guide, you know, kind of like that headdress that the Egyptians would wear and all that. And I thought, Mm -hmm. why am I seeing this? It looked like a shadow to me kind of on the wall. And I started to see this sort of vision through my signs and symbols. And so that was the first time. And since then, you know, uh, you kind of uh, graduate to different guides. Remember, I was talking about how they sort of move in and out of your life. Now, Mm -hmm. I have these very serious, large, light being guides. And um, my people that I work with in this field and you, you know, they always tease me about my guides because they're really all business. <laughs> they just want yes. me to get to work.
1: <laughs> they don't have time to I, fight I or like much with I me. I like the like being word.
2: I love <laughs> I my light like being.
1: being. I have two
2: very <laughs> large ones that stand on either side of me. Um, and I uh you know feel them when i'm reading and and when i'm doing large groups and and they're very protective but they are serious and uh they are serious about my mission as far as doing this work and how they use me so to speak because you know i'm i let them do their work through me it's really them doing the work i'm just helping them along Mm -hmm. so um those are my guides they're they're uh they're very serious and they're very big and they are very high-level energies is what I've been told. And I have a lot of respect for them and I'm so great, grateful for them because they get me through a lot, I have to say, when I'm nervous. Excellent. Especially. Excellent. Yeah, those are my um, right
1: I want to I want to throw out, before we get too far, um, some things that you have coming up.
3: Uh, oh, okay. You
1: have a workshop in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. on October 14th that you're doing,
2: yes. uh, an all-day all day. workshop. It sounds, mm-hmm.
1: it sounds exciting. What are you going to cover?
2: We are going to cover connection to spirit on the other side. We're going to uh, do some real deep meditation. We're going to uh, do automatic writings. We're going to... Small group, so I get to do a lot of one on one. I will be reading um, you while you're working and while you're tapping in. I look at your guides. I ask you um, how to, I teach you how to connect with them. And I'm channeling the entire day pretty much uh, for each person as we go along. It's so much fun. It's
3: mm-hmm. really cool because you have automatic like right?
2: Yeah, and then I start to kind of describe their guide, and it's something that they had already written down. It's It's very neat. So um, I teach them how to connect to loved ones. It's a great experience and a lot of fun for me. I love doing it.
1: Okay. And the next thing that you have coming up uh, in November, November 28th, which, by the way, happens to be my wedding anniversary. Um, at the That's my husband again. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Helen Mills Theater, you're going to do this at the Helen Mills Theater. It's a gallery reading, an open gallery reading on West 26th Street. That's so right. anybody that wants to get information about that, you can go to Eventbrite and mm-hmm. uh, type in Marianne the Medium, or you can go to Ann's Facebook page or uh, website, website to get yep. further information about that, which again is www.marianne, and I'm going to spell it, m-a-r-y-a-n-n, the com. So many Mariannes spell their name differently, so we have to make sure they find you. And uh, the next thing that I'm going to throw at you is um, past life stuff. And these are things Uh you kind of mentioned as you were going along. So I was taking little notes to things I wanted to go back to. Now, Uh um, I'm going to call you – I'm not going to say I'm calling you out, but – I am a little bit because it's my memory of things. And um, I'm going to, I want you to talk a little bit. If you, if you choose, if you want to, it's not necessarily that you have to go to that place, just what you remember about. Um, When we did the workshop out in Greenport, I stayed with you that night and I came back to the house. We were having a cup of tea uh, and, uh, all of a sudden, you started pulling up a past life on me. Do you remember?
2: Well, I've pulled up a couple of past lives on you. I know that I well, have you... Well, this one wasn't pretty. This, this was a real tough one. Well, then it wasn't the Atlantis one that I pulled up for no. you, which I found fascinating. No. I do remember having a heavy conversation uh, at the table about um, a past life, but you'll have to remind me what I said.
1: Okay. They well,
2: so everyone should understand, my readings get erased. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Because
2: if I, hel- if I hold on to them, my brain will explode. But if I'm reminded, yeah. you can just gently remind me and it will probably pop-, pop back up.
1: Absolutely. Well, because we can have overload. And, I can. You know, um, it's interesting, myself, at the end of the day, I don't remember who I saw.
2: No, and I don't either. I
1: will... I will- Sit and look in my appointment book because I have to send homework out to people and I sit there and I look at them and I have to really search as to who it was, what we talked about, what was special about that person uh, so I, I have the same thing happen to me and yes I'm a lot older than you but I'm not having memory issues. This has been a long time like this. I just, It's almost like um, you said it before clean, you used the words clean slate it's almost yeah. like that yeah. stuff is just kind of moved right out. So I find I have to take notes now in order to be able to give the homework to people if they have special information that they have to receive. So I get that it, you know, that it moves right mm-hmm. out of your head. So I'm going to remind you, and if, if it's not something you want to discuss, that's okay. You can go to the Atlantis one. I'll, I'll listen to that because oh, uh, I it's probably fine. don't remember. But it is uh, it had to do with Auschwitz. Oh, that's right. And yes. Yes. And yes. You didn't go into great detail, um, but it was very interesting for me because I, as much as I I perform past life regressions on people all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have not been able to go under, and right. I've tried it three times with three people that I trusted. And, um, I could not go under and a medium years ago told me you're not supposed to because there's something very overwhelming that you won't be able to handle, so we were sitting at that's what the we were talking and all about a sudden boom that's, you were thrown
2: into it. let me remind you of what's overwhelming let me. Let me tell you why? apparently, spirit wanted you to know, uh yes, now I remember it was the conversation about why it was so over, why you couldn't regress, and then uh this this past life came through, and it was uh when I see you in in Auschwitz and going through this, um I want you to know it's all in black and white, it's all very gray, and mm-hmm. I think that's just uh plays, of course, to, unfortunately, the horrific scenes that you probably experienced and what your body went through. Mm -hmm. I also remember saying, um, and now that I'm rereading it, quite honestly, because I'm going to read it fresh probably now, um, is that also I felt like it also contributes to a lot of communication uh, around the throat and what goes on uh, as far as your throat area and how you communicate. We carry a lot of our past life stuff with us, especially if we didn't work through it. So um, when I'm reading people, sometimes past life will come through. I don't regress, uh, but I am able to see some of the past lives that might surround mm-hmm. you. And that one was a very um, a heavy difficult. past life. Yes. It was difficult, obviously. And, uh, yeah, you were part of that Holocaust and uh, what took place there, and which was interesting to me because sometimes I don't see lives that regenerate so quickly. You know, usually mm-hmm. there's a time frame for me, and so I feel like you kind of jumped back in rather quickly, uh, yeah, and so yeah. you would carry that with you, and that would be a very fresh uh, vision in a past life right. regression for you. Um, and I can, mm-hmm. you would be able to really the senses all come into play with that type of regression. Uh, you'd be able to mm-hmm. smell things, and uh, that would be incredibly off-putting, unfortunately. It's and difficult. we all have past yeah, lives I, that are very gritty, by the way. I mean, I had a psychic tell me I was in many past lives. Yeah.
1: yeah, I go for the tough ones when I work with people. They they come in sometimes thinking it's going to be la-la happy, and I'm like, <laughs> well, that's going to defeat the purpose of coming here for healing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't select the lives that people uh, go through when, when I do regression, but what I do is I ask that it reveal uh, something that will help them in their lives today, uh, something mm-hmm. that was difficult that they have to learn or overcome. So, you know, they're, they're not necessarily really happy. I like the word gritty. Gritty is a good word. Yeah, they,
2: you can have some gritty lives. And having uh, – you have done a past life aggression on me. And um, I remember – learning about past lives when I was younger, when I was kind of learning about spirituality through my mother, and I remember saying, well, who cares who you used to be? I don't, you know, I don't, I wouldn't, like, lend credence to that. I I didn't want to know. Like, what do I care? I'm not that person anymore, but in actuality, your soul is an imprint, you know, it's very unique. It, um, and it's like your own unique thumbprint, and with each lifetime, there's another etch that goes into that thumbprint, and we need to understand uh, who we were and who we are now because the two are joined in some way, and if you can get yourself relaxed enough to do a past life regression or sit across from um, somebody who can see them for you, I found it fascinating uh, to sit across. I mm-hmm. actually had one medium well, I mean, who told me that I was a woman in a past life who uh, lived in a time that where women really shouldn't speak a lot. And they beheaded me because of it. And it made perfect sense because <laughs> I really mm-hmm. say what I want. <laughs> you you know, I say a little too much exactly, that loud Italian girl comes out of me. And so I kind of laughed when she said it because it really sort of made perfect sense, and I was very quiet in the reading. I didn't really show a lot of my personality. And when I sat with you, um, they showed me, I remember them saying to you, how far back do you want to go? And I wound up uh, Mm -hmm. seeing myself as a guide on the other side and uh, working with people's lives. I, I think it's incredibly fascinating, and I encourage anybody, if you haven't done it, do yourself a nice little treat and go get yourself a past life aggression to learn about your past life. It's so
1: cool. Well, believe it or not, I talk a lot of people out of it. They come here to pay me more money to do past life aggressions, but I have to sit them down first and say, okay, why do you want this? And sometimes, and yesterday was one of those times, I find that they need the healing more, and they can mm-hmm. always come back for the past life later, but they need to be taught right away. How to Heal the Present Life. So, um, you know, again, I'm notorious for doing but I I always ask because I want the best and the highest good for the people that come in. And and if it's going to help them now in the now for me to do a teaching and healing session rather than Mm -hmm. a past life, I will talk them out of it. So,
2: and that's, uh, and that's, that's your guides uh, telling them, and, and just like I had said uh, to lovely Julia before, you know, you're in a moment, you're, you have to listen to what spirit is delivering to you, um, it's so important because they have a moment with you, and it's, it's just a glimpse, and they want to get the most important message out to you, and so your guides and their guides are joining together, and they're telling your client, let's do a healing first, and then we'll tackle the past life, let's do this, and so all channeled I love that.
1: Well, we have run out of time. It went so fast, oh, and oh. Uh, I apologize to people that we didn't get to, but Marianne will be back because she's be back. fun, and uh, <laughs> if I don't get to see her, then I have to talk to her on the radio. <laughs> and That's what we have to do. Uh, but, um, I, you know, I want to mention again um, that uh, I don't know if your workshop is full yet, but the workshop nope, in No, my workshop is not
2: full. The, yep, we just okay. went on. Oh.
1: Saturday, October 14th and the open gallery reading on November 28th at the Helen Mills Theater, West 26th Street, New York. Again, either go to Eventbrite or go to Mary Ann's um, website or Facebook page uh, even on Instagram. She's got stuff going on and uh, it's www. MaryAnn M-A-R-Y-A-N-N uh, and as for me, um I want you to know that uh if you want to follow we you know we have uh, four shows a month. Uh there's a different host for every show. Um Anthony Maraca is a medium and he hosts he actually gave me this opportunity to do the show. And so he has um I, I want to say he might be the first week of the month. I'm not sure how it works. Uh Melissa uh is also a medium. She's got one week. And Stacey McKenna is a life coach. She's got the other week. I'm always the second Thursday of the month. Um, and I love to have all kinds of different people come on. I'm trying to, you know, uh, make it interesting for people. But uh, if you want to follow or find out who's coming up on the other shows, uh, you can go right to the site and there is a follow button that will help you along. And uh, please tune in to the other hosts because I I know they're super interesting and they also have lots of cool guests. And uh, I think that's a wrap. Uh, so I will, I will close up now by just saying thank you so much, Marianne, for being a part of this show tonight. Thank and, you so much for uh, having me. And I promise, promise, promise we will get together soon. Uh, we'll I'll pick you up on we'll that. Yes. Break those schedules out and figure it out. Uh, okay, so we're going to close there and uh, thank you again for tuning in. I love you, Marianne, and adios.